Hello, so glad you could join us today. I'm Steve Louie, and my mission, my goal in life is to help you to lead, to live, and to love your life. Today, we are taking up part two of how do we deal, how do we respond in difficult times. We're looking at some of the stories that Jesus used in instructing his followers, his uh, students, how they should live in a difficult situation. They believed, as many of us believe today or feel like, that we are living in end times, that things are really just kind of going downhill rapidly. Uh, how do you respond? And especially how do you respond if you're a person of faith uh, when it seems like everything, all hell is breaking loose? Let's just be honest. We feel like all hell is breaking loose. Society is running downhill as quick as it can. What do we do? Do we just throw up our hands in desperation? How do we respond if we want to continue to lead, to live, and to love our life? We'll be looking into the second story Jesus told to illustrate a point in today's session. Uh, but first, I want to thank our sponsors, Debt Free ASAP, for making this possible. Let me ask you, what would your life be like if you were completely debt free? Would there be less stress, less anxiety, more peace? Well, what if you were able to eliminate all of your debt, your mortgage, your car loan, credit card debt, student loans if you have them, all of that in as little as one third to one half the time without having to refinance or restructure your mortgage or make major adjustments to your lifestyle or budget? Would that be something? What would you be able to accomplish and to focus on if you were free of debt. Well, follow the information in the uh, description below. Visit the site for debt-free ASAP, and they will be able to help you to uh, begin that journey. After his followers asked Jesus, what are the signs of the end of time? Is, it, is this when you're going to set up your kingdom and take over and make things right? And Jesus responded with a couple of stories, three of them, and some of them, actually all of them, seemed to have nothing to do with the question that was asked. Sandwiched in between the uh, filling in the Oreo cooking, so, cookie, so to speak, is this story, which many of us are familiar with. It's a powerful story. And, and you've heard it. You've heard preachers preach on it and speak on it multiple times, I'm sure. The, uh, the story of the talents. A landowner, a business owner, was going on a long journey, and he called three of his assistants to him. And the first one he gave five talents. Now, a talent was a, a measure of money, uh, a substantial amount of money. But just for illustration's sake, today we'll say it was $100,000. First one he gave $500,000 to, five talents. Second one, he gave $200,000 to, two talents. And the third one, he gave one talent, $100,000. And he said, do business with this until I'll come back. So the first one who had received the five, the $500,000 in our example, went out, invested it, and multiplied that, went from 500000 to a million. 
The second one took his, also invested it, doubled his money from 200000 to 400000 But then we have the third one. The third one who had received the one talent, let's say $100,000, was fearful. Was fearful. And he also, he didn't really know the business owner very well because he thought this business owner is just wanting me to take care of all the risk. He's, if I lose the money, he's going to, you know, berate me for it. I'll lose my job. Uh, I'll have a bad reputation. I'll, I'll get all the blame. But if I do well with it, he's going to take all the credit and I'll get nothing. He's, he's just a greedy old bad person. I don't have anything to do with them. So I'm just going, I, I know what I'll do. I'll go put it in a safe place and I'll give him back his money. That's what I'll do. And so he did. He went and in this story, he buried it in the ground, hid it away in a nice safe place and waited for the business owner to return, which he did. And he called the three associates to him. He said, how did it go? What'd you do? And the first guy said, it went really well. I, I took the uh, money you entrusted to me. I went out, I invested it, and uh, I doubled your money. Here you go. And so the business owner said, wow, that is amazing. I'm going to put you in charge of five more plants that I'm opening. The second guy came and he said, well, I, I did pretty good too as well. I didn't make as much, but I did double the money. I doubled the investment and uh, had, you know, learned a lot from the process. Here's the, the return on your investment. And the, and the owner said, you know, I'm impressed. You did really well. I'm going to reward you by giving you uh, oversight of two of these new plants that I'm opening. Then the third guy comes, he says, uh, um, well, here's your money back. And the, the owner says, well, what do you mean here's my money back? But what, what did you do with it? Did you invest it or make any return? And, and the guy said, well, no, I know that you uh, you take credit for everybody else's work. And, and, and if I lost it, you would punish me for it. And so I, I was I was afraid and but I, I did keep it safe. I, I didn't lose any. I didn't make anybody didn't lose any. So that, you know, it was, it was, it's a nice, safe return on your investment. And, and the owner said, you guilt, you wicked, evil person. You misjudge me and think that I'm just out for my own best interest. And you, and you did nothing with the money. You had opportunity, but you did nothing. You just, you wasted the opportunity that I gave you. You could have at least put it in the bank and got interest. But you didn't even do that. You didn't have the motivation to do anything with it, uh, which reveals not only how you view me, but how you view yourself. So what is the application for us? If we're in difficult times, if, if it seems that things are going downhill fast, do we just close up shop and ride it out? Well, the, the example from the third guy would indicate that, no, that's not the response. You see, the intention of our creator is not that we simply maintain during the course of our life. 
He wants us to multiply, to increase, uh, to abound. If you if you look at creation, you look at trees. They grow as tall as they can. If they're a productive type tree, whether a fruit tree or some type of a nut tree, they produce thousands, thousands, thousands of whether that be walnuts, pecans, acorns, there be apples, pears. They're very prolific and productive. They're always increasing and multiplying. They're not until the very end of their life decreasing and decaying and dying. So if if we are, I don't know if we are, I'm not, I don't have the powers to look into the future and know the future. But if we were in the end times, the application for us as followers of Jesus Christ is to stay busy, to keep doing what we know to do, to stay focused on using the abilities, the skills, the talents that our creators entrusted to us, and to have the goal of duplicate, you know, doubling our his investment in us, not just hide it away and keep it safe, but to increase, to multiply, to make a difference. Only when we're doing that, when we're living full out, when we're using those gifts and abilities that God has entrusted to us, when we are benefiting not only ourselves, we're benefiting those around us. We are growing as individuals. We're increasing our ability to lead others as well as leading ourselves. We're creating new opportunities for us to enjoy life and to love the life that we're living because, you know, as well as I do, life is not just about accumulating. We get a lot of our greatest joy by helping others and giving to others and to making life better for others, whether it be family members, children, or even pets. You know, a lot of, for a lot of us, pets are like family. So you have been entrusted with specific gifts, abilities, and talents. There's things that you can do uniquely that no one else can do, no one else can match. You are gifted incredibly in specific areas. And with that gifting comes a responsibility to invest it, to use it, to increase it, to become even better, to multiply it. And when you do, you'll find that the process of doing that, of increasing, creates new leadership skills within you, creates new joy for living, and allows you to truly love your life and to make a difference. That's one of the ways that we lead, live, and love our life. If you found value in this today, I hope you will share this with three of your friends. Visit us at stevelouie.com, S-T-E-V-E-L-E-W-E-Y, stevelouie.com, for additional resources. If there's ever anything I can do to help you in any way, please reach out to me, the contact form is on the uh, website. I'm available to help you to become all that you're meant to be. So with that, let's go out and make today an amazing day. Why not? And we'll be back the next time with the third story of how we should live and during the times that are very difficult.
Thanks so much. See you soon. Bye for now.